Good afternoon and welcome to the very first episode of Say a Little Prayer. My name is Sharon Tanko and I will be your host. In this episode, I'd like to share with you my reasons for doing this program and the purpose that it is intended to serve. Well, there are two major reasons. The first and the most obvious reason is that God asked me to. Well, I know when God wants you to do a thing, to solve a problem, He opens your mind to it so that it disturbs your spirit enough that you seek His desire, His desire concerning the matter. If you had asked me, if you had asked me a handful of years ago, even as far as last year, what my function in the ministry would be, I would have said it was to minister musically unto God. The very, very last thing that I thought that I would ever do was preach. As I said, I wasn't one for public speaking. You know how I am. I'm not that good with speaking out. I'm reserved. I'm quiet. I'll just be by myself in the corner. But that wasn't what God planned for me, apparently, because he put this in my heart. And he troubled my spirit for months on end. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. But you know how it is. In the end, of you just... God wins. You have to obey God. You can't really call yourself a Christian if you don't listen, if you don't obey Him. So I obeyed. <laughs> you know, but before that, when I was just giving my reasons, reasons upon reasons upon reasons why I couldn't do this, why I wouldn't do this, why you should let this cup pass over me, <laughs> something changed. You know, Holy Spirit just, he opened my eyes and he opened my ears. <laughs> and I began to hear things that I had ignored before, things that I, that I never really paid any attention to. There was this disturbance in my spirit. It was all, it, whenever I heard people pray, it was almost like a voice was just there telling me mm, that their prayer is not complete or that it's wrong. And I know, I know that it wasn't me talking. I found that most people, they pray devoutly, they pray religiously, fervently, sometimes even frantically. But they don't hear anything. They don't get any. They don't receive anything. Why? It's simple. Because all those hours that they spend praying, they weren't really praying at all. I remember when I was young, I was absolutely inept. I found that I couldn't say a prayer that lasted longer than two minutes without repetition. And I despised repetition. I still do, but it's something that I'm working on. But that's not the issue. I was so disappointed in myself because I couldn't say a prayer. I mean, I was still a young Christian. I was about mm, 14 years old. I gave my life to Christ when I was 13. But, you know, I'd always known God. I grew up in a Christian home. So I'd always known God. So I'd always tried to pray. But every prayer I prayed, I could not last longer than two minutes. Then I start to repeat over and over. And, and it grieved me. Then one day, I just I told God that I was sorry. That I don't know how to pray. Because they always say, you know, Sharon, pray for us. Just say prayer. You know, when they're passing it around and you're doing morning devotion, your family, today, your older brother, was your, your younger brother, was it, then it's your turn. And you don't really know how to pray. I was so embarrassed. And I told him that I, I didn't know how to pray. It wasn't that I didn't love him. Because I did. 
But I just found it so boring repeating things over and over and over again. I couldn't do it. So I asked him to show me how to pray because me, I, I couldn't do it. I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't get how. I didn't get a vision no, after I asked or a grand revelation, anything like that. But like, like, like the next Sunday, very next Sunday, the topic was prayer. <laughs> you know, and for the longest time, that was how God answered me. Like, he, that's how he confirmed the things he told me. He always, every time I prayed and I thought I heard him, I'd wait until either Sunday or sometime with the pastor doing these random talks. I'd, I'd never ask a question. You would never know you were talking about me. But God will always give the answer. Yeah, he always did it every time. And it was almost like as if the pastors knew what I was praying about. But I wasn't the type that prayed out loud. I was ashamed about how I couldn't pray. Because you can't really expect me to pray out loud. So I mumbled my prayers. There was another person in the room. I would not pray. If I had to pray and there was somebody else in the room, I'll pray so low. You have to strain. And if you can't hear me, <laughs> you have a gift. <laughs> I really just, I couldn't pray well. So how... Every time I went to church and I heard the pastor talk about something that was just between me and God, I would know that I really did have that conversation with God and he heard me and he answered me. Anyways, that, that particular Sunday, after I had told God I didn't know how to pray, I learned what prayer was. And it was the, the, the simplest thing in the world. It's a conversation. It's just the conversation between me and God. It was like, duh. Ah, what else would it be? God just wanted me to talk to him like he was in the room with me. Just the conversation. After that, I discovered that I could talk with him for hours. And he would talk back. Hours. I'd even forget to eat sometimes. And you'll be concerned. You will not know why. Why are you inside your room? I'm alone. I'm talking with God. For us, random things. We just discussed the most random things. And every Sunday, he would confirm our discussion like clockwork. And you know, sometimes it's the same thing with tongues. I'd speak like it was a conversation. I'd always pause and hear what he's saying. What's he saying? What's he saying? And then he'd answer and then he'd confirm it on Sunday. But it wasn't, it just it started out on Sundays. And then it evolved. It wasn't only Sundays. Sometimes he'd confirm it with actions, with incidents, with visions, even random conversations with people I have never met before. God is like that. It wasn't a thing. Not one thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not one thing I ever said in prayer that he didn't confirm for me. I'm serious. It wasn't a thing he didn't confirm. And we were sure that this episode... It's going to find a way to confirm it for me. I'm just waiting. <laughs> See, he took the pressure off of me when it came to prayer. And, and now I believe that he wants me to show you. To show you how I did it. To, to show you what he showed me. So that you can see him as approachable. The pressure is off. You'll be able to see him as a great listener instead. A remarkable comfort, uh, comforter. A God that actually really cares about the littlest things in your life. That's why God put this program in my heart. To show you the thing that's missing. So that when you pray, it's a direct hit. There are no blunders, so to speak. 
And then the second reason for this program is to give you answers. Answers that you can understand. Answers to questions that you're afraid to ask. To help you see that God is relatable. It's not just some divine eye in the sky. <laughs> you know, I understand. I actually know, I know this firsthand. There are some things that, that you can't share. It's the same thing with me. The one person who even knows up to like half of the things that have ever weighed me down is God. And he won my confidence by revealing himself to me as an option. I know you guys don't really understand that, but at that moment where I needed it, I understood it. You know, everybody gets that revelation that, you know, God is God. Jesus is God. Holy Spirit is God. They are all God. They are this big man, far removed from us, you know. And that if you're a Christian, you don't really have that much of a choice, anything. You know, you just follow God. You just believe God and things like, and things like that. But when Jesus came to me, the first time I was really able to truly relate with him, he came as a friend. He didn't come because he had to. Came because he wanted to. I didn't have to listen to him because I had to. Like he was God. He was my friend. He was like, he chose me and he wanted me to choose him to be my friend as well. I chose him. I I just it felt closer a friend than than having him as a family member. Not to say that I didn't love my family. But I knew that they were my family and it wasn't really that they had a choice to be anything other than my family. I was born into it. But you know, when somebody doesn't have to be around you, doesn't have to be with you, doesn't have to help you or care about you, love you, protect you, defend you, feed you, clothe you. But they do it anyway. There's just that something there. That's something extra that is, that is, that is in that relationship. It's, it's not familial. It's not by force. It's a choice. They're standing with you, not because they have to, but because they want to. It's a very different feeling. And that was the feeling that he gave me at that time. And it made perfect sense to me. And it didn't matter that, you know, God is all seeing, he's all knowing. So it's not like as if there was any single thing that had ever happened to me or that I'd ever done or said that he didn't know about. <laughs> but I shared it with him anyways. Because I was able to open my heart and open my mind and reveal to him. It, it, it just it created this unique bond. Uh, it's not a bond that would ever break. You know? I can, it's not a bond that would ever break. But, but it took a while for me to get there. You know, at that time, I was a very shy, very quiet person. I didn't want to ask questions. I didn't want to make waves. So I, I looked for God, and I looked for his answers, but it was because I didn't want to seek anybody else. I, I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't need people to know anything about me. As far as I was concerned, no one needed to hear my problems. No one needed to see my vulnerability. I definitely didn't want anybody's pity, nor did I want anybody's condescending, because, you know, once you pass that stage, there's a particular stage of life you pass, where if somebody is in that, part, in that stage currently, you will feel like it's trivial. And then you'll say it's not important. But how was I supposed to understand that it's not important when that was the stage that I was at? So I just didn't bother. I, 
I couldn't be bothered to ask anybody. I didn't want pity. I didn't want to be brushed aside. or I didn't want to feel foolish for having the thoughts that I was having or feeling the way that I was feeling. You know, and it turns out that there are a lot of us out there, you know, who suffer in silence rather than ask the questions that plague us. Sometimes it's because of pride. Sometimes it's because of shame. But both ways, we keep silent. And when we keep silent, we keep the answers that we desperately desire far from us. Now, I just, I want to clarify something. This isn't an Ask Steve session. It's, it's not a Jero thing. It's none of those things. This is for people who have questions for God. Genuine questions for God. And an honest desire to know more. But either they've not been able to get the answers that they seek, or they're unsatisfied with the answers that they get. I know I've had times like that. Now, I'm not saying that I have all the answers, but God does. And by His grace, I can teach you. I can, can teach you how to ask, how to listen, how to trust the answers that you've been given. I can pray with you. I can share what I know. I can help you see God the way I see Him. To see him clearly, more clearly. To understand the depth of his devotion to you. And this is the thing that God has put in my spirit to do. The purpose of say a little prayer is to bring his people closer to him. Maybe to help them see him the way he wants us to see him. You know, God's one true longing was to have a family. But how can you have a family of people that, that, are not, that don't want to approach you? Or that they don't know how to. That they want your advice, but they don't know how to ask. They're afraid you smite them for having a thought. It's not like as if you don't know the thought they have. You know, people that, that don't even notice the thoughts they have. It just flies by in their head and they are lost to it. Don't realize it. And when you talk to them, they don't even hear you. Yeah, you can you imagine that you're trying to have a conversation with someone, you're speaking to them, but it's like they're ignoring you. It's like you're a ghost, they can't see you, they can't hear you. <laughs> like, like this movie I watched, Ghost Dad, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh my goodness. It can be a real tragedy. And the part of me feels that kind of pain for him. I understand why he needs us to understand who he is. And it's my greatest hope, my desire, that if you keep on, as you keep on tuning in, you find your way to God, you know, in prayer. You can find that space where it's just you and God, you know, you know his plans for you. Not just in abstract, but in vivid, real-time color. You find that peace, that sweet peace that you desire. Well... This is just a short, uh, what do you call it, intro, intro introduction, um, podcast recording. And I hope that it blessed you in some way. And I hope that it piqued your interest enough that you stay tuned. Because I would really love it if you join the family of people growing together in the faith. Understanding God. Learning how to communicate with him so that you can feel closer. 
So until next time, I'm Sharon Tanko, and this is the beginning of a new life. Stay blessed.